What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach, and I'm in a quiet space. And um, today, I just want to quickly tell you about pricing and pricing structure on massage marketing secrets. Now, uh, many of us as massage therapists oftentimes fall into this trap. We look at some of the more prominent massage businesses like Elements Massage or Hand in Stone or even Massage Envy. I study massage businesses like nobody's business. I actually am a, I'm a student of marketing. I love marketing. I love being a massage therapist, but I love studying successful business strategies. And it doesn't really matter. I oftentimes study people who are not even in my space because I understand that marketing is marketing is marketing no matter if you're talking about massage and holistic care or we're talking about automobile sales. It's all the same process <laughs> once you really come down to it. And so I was studying with um, a guy by the name of Stephen Larson. And now Stephen is interesting in that he is actually a network marketer. Um, he he bills, and, and some people might say, well, he's a network marketer, so therefore, you know, he does MLMs and scams and whatever you feel about them. I have yet to find someone um, who's on his level at this rate. And it's not a matter of, his product is better than somebody. To be perfectly honest, his product is really whatever. You know, it's like every other network marketing company out there. It, you know, all those products, if you're ethical, you're going to have a good dynamic product because you don't want to harm anybody, but at the same time. And so I'm studying Stephen, and I start thinking about um, some of the ways he offers business to you. And one of the concepts um, that I, I learned from them was, uh, or from him and his core group, was the idea of price. And here's a phrase that you, and I'll talk about this in a little bit, is if you can't be the lowest massage therapist, there's no logical advantage to being the second lowest. Now, what I mean by that, and, I, and I've kind of applied it here, is I look at my wife. Now, <laughs> my wife is a co-founder of our wellness center. Wonderful lady, uh, best woman I've ever met, you know, you know, her and my mother, like way up there. I'm sorry, I'm biased and I'm supposed to be, I'm her husband, so whatever. Um, and she loved to shop at Goodwill. Now, many of you have Goodwills in your community. Um, we have three boys and those boys go through pants, like they got razors in their crotch and razors on their knee pads. They rip through shoes so dang fast that it's like, dude, seriously? I mean, how fast can you go? I mean, they did tear up. So my wife, we were buying like brand new stuff from, you know, big name brand stuff. And it was costing us a grip. Now, my mother was frugal. Um, my And my wife learned to be a lot more frugal by shopping at Goodwill. Now, she's looking for the cheapest that she can find for the value. So she's looking at pants for 2 and $3 because our, our sons seem to go through those things so dang fast. It's not even worth it buying 20 and $30 pairs of pants because they just rip through them so dang fast. They're very aggressive boys. They do all this outside, inside scrubbing. They are nuts. And that's totally cool. But my wife is always looking for the cheapest deal and she'll go to two and three different goodwills or those kind of shops to find something like that now that applies my my wife by the way is not our ideal client in our wellness center and that kind of mindset can get you in trouble when you're talking about massage therapy because if you're targeting people who you want to appreciate your your services Going down the goodwill technique will put you in the bottom level 
which means your value has gone way down. Your value proposition is going to people will think that you're just cheap and everything like that. And so the concept is if you, you can go one or two ways with this in your community and you can decide which one. If you can't be the cheapest in your community for massage therapy, then there is no reason for you to be the second cheapest. Now, when you're the cheapest, you have a lot of traffic. If you, We talked about Groupon. You have a lot of people coming through your doors. Maybe that makes sense. You just want more people coming through your door. So you're the cheapest. And these people, like my wife, will search all over Groupon or be the equivalent of Goodwill. But I would propose that you go the opposite direction because there's a second one. Is that what if you can learn how to be the most expensive in town, but the cost that you charge was not perceived as expensive? You get me? How do you take something that may be in your town fifty to seventy dollars and charge ninety nine to two hundred dollars or more for your services for the exact same hour that you provide for your clients or your patients? The reason why it's important to not be the cheapest is that if you are more expensive, you have more leeway. There isn't a lot of flexibility on the cheap side. You give them a massage, you kick them out the door. That's being bold and blunt. But if you're on the higher end, you can add more value. Such as, maybe you can add things like, I don't know, cupping inside of them. Maybe you can add aromatherapy inside of them. Maybe you can add various commodities like a special massage session. Maybe you can add stretching in there. Maybe you can add warmer blankets. All these different things. And there's a whole list of things you can add in, but that's not the important thing. It's that your value now goes up. And when your value goes up, your price goes up. And when your price goes up... You can see the people who want to see you because they appreciate what you're offering, okay? They appreciate what you're offering and what you're providing. You're a holistic practitioner. You're a healthcare practitioner. You're in there to see those people at optimal health. What if you're a massage therapist and you partner with an idea to help people internally to do, a say, an internal cleanse or provide a program that helps people to eat better? As a massage therapist, they give you a, there's a lot of leeway that you can help on. It's an add-on product, but it's not perceived as just a massage. Somebody comes in and gets a massage. And then once you get into the higher-end stuff, and the higher-end product, and higher-end delivery, then you can do a lot more. Then you can give money away to the, to the homeless if that's your calling. Then you can provide shelters for animals. Then you can provide ways to help children who get out of sex slavery. Or in the other interesting is regular slavery. And the third one is what I call organ slavery. That's three things that are really running rampant. But you can't do that if you don't have the money. So consider that in your business. Is if you can't be the cheapest... Be the most expensive because one or two are is going to be successful. The cheapest, there are people out there who will provide cheap massage, but you can't compete against them because they're going to always undercut you. If your services are $50, then you'll find somebody who will charge $49.95. If yours is $49.95, you'll find somebody else to go $48.95. If you're 40, you get my point. But if your value is, is at $200, if you add more value in it, you can actually do it for $300. You get it? So it's really not um, dishonest. It's really understanding marketing and understanding how your 
target client or patient sees you relative to your competition. So pick a park and stay in that park. But I suspect that if you hang out with some of the, some of the stuff we, that we'll be talking about in the future and kind of d- dance all over our website, you'll realize that I don't really – my, my concept is not to be the poorest. Uh, when I was first starting massage, and this is kind of a second por- portion of it, I saw so many of my classmates have to get out of business. And the reason why they got out of business is because they were doing too many massages at a cheap price, $30 massages, $25 massages, and they destroyed their hands. Now they can't even close their, they can't even open a door. Then it has some of my other classmates who went on a high-end area, and they see the same people that they wanted to see. And they don't market very much out there anymore, and they charge a premium dollar, two and $300 per massage, per massage. But what does that give them? That gives them longevity in the industry. That gives them the ability to give some away. That gives them the ability to pay their employees at a, at a higher salary than just rock bottom. You know, if you're rock bottom, you can't pay your employees a lot of money. Okay? But if you're higher, it gives you a lot more leeway. But to be perfectly honest, you don't need that much money. You really don't. I mean, at the core of it, we live in America. It's a wonderful country. But you don't really need a lot of money. But if you have a passion to serve others, then yes, you're probably going to need a lot of money because your hands physically cannot touch all the solutions that money can get access to. Healthcare, somebody else maybe need to be blessed by, that kind of stuff. Taking care of your mom, your dad, or something like that. Taking care of your kids. Your massage, touching them won't necessarily help them you know, to get into college, but your money can help them. And that's the main focus. As I talked about this before, be very comfortable with making a crap load of money. And I'm going to say this really foul. I'm going to say get, a, get comfortable with getting a shitload of money. Because money m- will give you the ability to help and serve a lot of people. Do not be like many of you, many of my colleagues who've been taught. The massage therapist must do it part-time and must be broke and be barely making it. But everybody loves a massage. Mm-mm. That's not why doctors go to school. They go to school because they understand the fundamentals of it, and they also understand that they're going to have a return on that investment. Always consider yourself a doctor of your craft. No, you're not an MD or anything like that, but you know more than the doctors. I've had department chairs of major hospitals that we jaw jacked for a little bit, and they were like, dang, you know more than I can ever know about the body. And I'm a physician. I've been doing this for 30 years. It said, yes, because other than chiropractors and people in physical therapy, massage therapy are knowledgeable about kinesiology. Massage therapists are knowledgeable about anatomy, muscle structure, connection points, and all that stuff. You are a doctor of your craft. Treat your and respect yourself like that. And you'll find that your clients and your patients will pay you accordingly. If you want more information, and you want more tools that you can use to grow your enterprise more successful, pop on over to NikkeiRoach.com, and I'll give away some free stuff, but also I'll charge you for some stuff, so don't worry about it. I'm all about helping massage therapists grow independently to grow their practice so that they can serve a larger market.